Welcome to the Choice Magazine podcast, Beyond the Page. Choice, the magazine of professional coaching, is your go-to source for expert insights and in-depth features from the world of professional coaching. I'm your host, Gary Schleifer, and I'm thrilled to have you join us today. In each episode, we go beyond the page of articles published in Choice or on our blog and dive deeper into some of the most recent and relevant topics impacting the world of professional coaching. Exploring the content, interviewing the talented minds behind the articles, and uncovering the stories that make an impact. Choice is more than a magazine. For over 20 years, yeah, 20 years I've been doing this, we have built a community of like-minded people who create, use, and share coaching tools, tips, techniques, and methodologies to add value to their business. And of course, what do we all want? To impact our clients. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Dr. Justin J.J. Kennedy, who is the author of an article that we wanted to showcase. And the article is entitled, Why is Every Great Coach a Neuroplastician? Well, Dr. Justin Kennedy is a TED speaker, neuroplastician, and coach. He's a founding member of the NPN Hub and the Neuroplastician Discipline. He is involved with several academic institutes as a PhD coach, supervisor, and professor. His expertise lies in, guess what? Behavioral neuroscience. No coincidence there. And he is a co-founder of ION, the Institute of Organizational Neuroscience, promoting pracademic research. And he's going to tell us more about that. Um, his area, his focus areas include applied neuroplasticity. I am going to get so tongue-tied. Neuroplasticity aimed at standardizing practices in the field. And that's an amazing feat in itself. He assists coaches and consultants on their journey to an attain an ideal PhD. Thank you so much for joining me today, Justin. Or I've never called you JJ in all the times we've talked. Call me whatever you like, Gary. It's good don't, to be here. Just don't call me late for dinner. That's what we always say, right? <laughs> so I I mean the question is right there. Let's let's start kick off right from the beginning. Why mm -hmm. is every great coach a neuroplastician? The simplicity behind that is when you are in the process of transformation, when the client is going through some development, some learning, some uh, some experience that is going to be of um, of improving their well-being, their performance, or their function, they are going to have their brains go through some kind of change. And that change is called neuroplasticity. So if you're a coach, or I suppose you should say if you're a good coach, um, <laughs> then, then you're going to be effective at applying tools that facilitate neuroplasticity therefore being a neuroplastician so that's the simplicity of it gary if that's uh, yeah. simple enough <laughs> i think that's a little too simple i think our audience can handle a little bit more tell us just, just just expand a little bit more on that neuroplasticity okay so neuroplasticity let's just do a 101 on what neuroplasticity okay. is brilliant so neuroplasticity is the brain going through some kind of change um, when you are born, you've got tabula rasa, there's lots of space for change to happen, and you start, you know, loading the, the hard drive with information from, uh, from learning German to riding a bicycle, whatever. At puberty, 
your your brain starts pruning so up loading information during childhood then starts the pruning process during uh during uh, the teenage adolescent years and that is when teenagers are a bit helter skelter to put it uh <laughs> and it, here, which they really test their parents resolve yeah, yeah, I mean, when it, the parents to say birth control would have been a great thing way back in the day exactly and uh Anyway, birth control is another conversation. And <laughs> after adolescence, please. <laughs> and, <laughs> so um, that downward neuroplasticity is the pruning. And that's when they get to the functional, let's call it the early, early adult brain. But the good news is, Gary, is that the, the science, the neuroscience, up until the early 90s, didn't know that the adult brain can still go through uh, neuroplasticity on the on the channel um, at the NPN hub. We had dialogue with Michael Mozenich, who is probably someone you don't know, um, but those who do know neuroplasticity will know that he is the dude who defined the research showing that the adult brain goes through neuroplasticity. So, you know, when we got him on the on the community uh, roundtable, having him there was a bit humbling, obviously, because he's, he's the dude. Um, yeah. But his research has showed that when you are learning or going through a developmental process at any age, your brain is going through transformation. Obviously, that has different levels of impact and has different impact from unlearning bad habits to relearning new behavior traits to changing emotional triggers and on and on, as we know as being yeah. coaches, Gary. Yeah. Well, and beyond that, we've we've heard stories of people that have had strokes or brain damage and how they've mm. recovered and what it took mm. to, to do that, right? Mm. And yeah. the willpower mm. and the commitment as well, but yeah. the brain... Brain is just yeah. so amazing, and we're not. Did I tell you, know, you about my coma ever, Gary? Tell us, tell us again. Uh, you told me. Oh, that's... oh anyway, in '99, I was in a road accident, and you know it was pretty severe. I ended up in a coma, and um, you know the the recovery from the coma was the coma was pretty you know pr pretty depressing. Literally, it was mm -hmm. a, a, a time of depression for me couldn't speak, I couldn't walk. My emotions were like a circus and all over the place from getting angry to crying in the space of a couple of seconds. Um, wow. And I started to think, you know, what's going on under the bonnet, under the hood, as they say <laughs> in North America. And, and you know, I was doing a, a master's program in psychology and I was thinking, you know, obviously I couldn't finish that because I was barely able to concentrate. But I started thinking as my thinking improved, I thought, and what's actually going on in my brain that I can do something about? I mean, it came basically down to emotional regulation and kind of getting my emotional intelligence up. And as you know, as a coach, it really is the hardest thing to do when you're coaching. So that has become a lifelong uh, journey and my research in organizational well-being 
as many coaches know, is a lot around um, affect, mood, feeling, and emotion. So coming out of the coma, I got into neuroscience. And short story, I ended up doing a, um, a PhD on looking at the impact of neuroplasticity has on the coaching journey, um, specifically in the organizational context. And the rest is a history or a mystery, depends on how you look at it. <laughs> well, again, no, it speaks to the amazingness of the brain that exactly. you had. Like, it has me wonder how, when you had that range of emotions and the distraction of your brain recovering from the, or post-coma, I don't know if you'd call mm -hmm. it recovery, but you were obviously on the road to recovery, how you could eke out that piece of time or etch that piece of your brain to even start to formulate that decision to look more at neuroplasticity and neuroscience. Well, I mean, if, if we both knew that, we would we'd win a Nobel Prize, Gary. So, oh, I thought you were going to give me the answer. Well, I'm going to, and then I'm going to take the Nobel Prize and I'm going okay. to say it's an honor being nominated. Thanks yeah. for Gary. <laughs> um, but yeah. you know, the, the, the simplicity, it isn't so anatomical. It isn't so much the neuroanatomy finding that little um, that little specific uh, neuron. Mm -hmm. it, it seems to be a lot more around the neurophysiology than the neuroanatomy, and um, we we are noticing in the in the literature that when you understand how neuroplasticity functions you get to have more effect on the coaching process. Because speaking to someone about your uh, your Jennifer Anderson neuron in your brain, which was quite popular a couple of years ago, um, it doesn't really help. I mean, Julia, um, Jennifer mm -hmm. Anderson or Bob, uh, whoever, it doesn't help knowing the neuroanatomy. But understanding the physiology seems to help quite a lot in the coaching process. So that is something we can explore if you like. Yeah, well, I do. And what comes to mind for me is, are there, when, you, when you're with a client who's very open and coachable, does that mean that they're more, how would you say it, plastic? <laughs> they're more neuroplastic? How do you say that? I don't flexible. even flexible. Um, flexible would be no great more word. available. I mean, the the the, the answer is unfortunately in neuroscience it's never yes. It's always yeah. um, you know because the science is still so it's still so novel. We, we we even like as we speak. I just read the the Nobel Prize I was speaking about for twenty three, and we're still understanding what upward and downward neuroplasticity even means. I mean that sounds very simple. But in terms of a flexible client coming in, maybe they're flexible because they're vulnerable and they're insecure and they don't know what they should or shouldn't say. Maybe they are confident and they, you know, interested to learn. You know, maybe they are sent there by their boss and they better, they better yeah. be flexible. <laughs> yeah, so right. you know, it, ends up, yeah. it ends up becoming a conversation of what presents that state so you know you have to spend some time understanding that and if you do that through the lens of neuroplasticity 
you end up understanding what is the best protocol for intervention. Um, so, you know, that, that then becomes a really interesting conversation around understanding the, the, the neuroception of the coaching client and how that can then inform the, the coaching protocols yeah. and tools that you apply. Mm. The word curiosity is coming up for me right now. Mm. Me too. Both on the client <laughs> side and on the coach side. Like, is is there more neuroplasticity, flexibility going on when there's a curiosity? You know, I'm, I, I'm working with a, a company right now, coaching clients that are basically given to me, right? They're given the opportunity to do coaching. And they're forced, they're forced onto your, onto your shit. Well, you know, I, 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 the organization recognized that they needed some, you know, some help in the, and they chose for a particular area of the business and they offered a, a, a whole ton of, of clients or sorry, employees, the opportunity to, to be with a coach on a short term. And to the person, none of them have had a coach before, but all of them, by the end of the first call, it was almost like you could, there was a tangible neuroplasticity, you know, now that I'm, you know, we're talking about this and I, uh, by no way I'm an expert or anything. I mean, I'm learning. We're just proofreading that particular issue about it. We're publishing your article on our blog and this recording. So I'm like, I love the issues we choose and the topics because I learn more about it. But then it makes me even more curious as to, okay, so, and to your point, I know you're not going to say yes or no, because it's neuroscience. I got it. But it's, it's like a thesis, right? Exactly. You pick something and you hang on to it until you prove it one way or the other. If that's gotcha. if I have it correct. Right. And, you know, these people come to your point hesitating, but then they're just these, moldable so plasticity you know it's it's when you're engaged with those clients you have that sense that neuroplasticity is at work or the possibility of it is at work exactly yeah, yeah. is that why all coaches are neuroplasticians exactly you know when you see the lights go off literally there is neurochemistry at play there is neurotransmission informing neural pathways that are lighting up literally there's chemistry that is pumping through new pathways and building new channels, new ion channels, as it is known um, in, in the academic environment. But, you know, in the world of the neuroplastician, we're not interested in being academics or neuroscientists or spin doctors or snake oil merchants hiding behind Latin or jargon. You know, we're very practical as coaches by having an understanding of what's actually going on. So the neuroplastician is a sub-discipline of being a coach. It is a category of a coaching, okay, let me understand what's going on in the client. The, the best way to start being a neuroplastician, Gary, if I can just jump into this quickly, is is to understand what is the process of neuroception when you start paying attention to the client's subtle behavioral changes because the face and the body, body language and facial affect is direct evidence of what 
is happening neurologically. The brain and the body, as some people may know, is one thing. It's one system. Um, And language is important, but there's a lot of stuff going on that the client might not notice, that the client may need to notice, so that you can then have that as a, a theme of supporting them and a theme in helping them grow by knowing how they show up when certain questions are asked, when they're asked to explain certain things. So as we can see when you were speaking, you went, okay. And as I noticed that, that that has, that affect has a certain correlation to um, association or confirmation. So the confirmation bias that kicks in, and you know, before you know it, you're onto a whole thread of dialogue that makes a lot of sense to the client because it's happening unconsciously to them so that it builds that rapport and gets the content of the coaching to be spot on. Wow. Well, yeah, thank you for that. That's brilliant. Mm, You know, when you, when, yeah, that's why you're the scientist, right? No, doctor. Um, It reminds me of when you say that confirmation bias, when I was having some mentor coaching, I had, I have a tendency to say, wow, and to your point about confirmation bias, there's a the flip side to that is my bias was agreement, support. That's great. So I was taking away from the client experience by putting on top of it my own bias and my own viewpoint. Mm. And so it and so it's remembering that 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 exactly to your point, what you do affects or create has a bias on what direction your client might go or answer and i'm not saying be neutral and totally like a robot because well then ai will take over and then we're all done but it's a whole, that was two issues ago um and and still continues but it's a it's wow fascinating fascinating i think we could talk about this for hours but i want to take a sidetrack and understand you've created a community to discuss neuroplasticities plasticity I mean, this, this is this is such an interesting short story with a, um, a nice ending. So we're sitting around with a bunch of PhD candidates that I'm supervising and coaching. So, okay, okay before I forget, those coaches who are listening, um, I offer a coaching support program to get you into a PhD based on your expertise rather than academic knowledge, rather as expertise based in your practice so i'm speaking to lots of these coaches well at the time there was about a dozen of us on of us of us on the call and we were speaking about you know the application of neuroscience and some smart alec chimed in well you know we're all in the game of neuroplasticity and so everybody said mm, yes yes stroking up yes um, <laughs> very, goatees, very, yeah. very, very good and then and then someone else said well if that's true, which we agreed it was, then we're all neuroplasticians. And a coach in the group said, yes, that makes sense. And before you know it, Gary, we have agreed, we built a clubhouse um, within the Institute of Organization Neuroscience. We called it the NPN Hub, NPN being shorter and easier to spell than neuroplastician. And you know, before you notice, this clubhouse is Wimbledon, and we're having so much interest. 
Those of you, maybe you know the name Paul Zach, Gary, and some other really cool academics and pracademics are engaging with us and we're building a community and we actually have built a great community, which is a discussion forum, mainly because there's lots of lonely brains out there who don't know where to go when they want to discuss the science in a safe environment where there's no spin, there's no hypnosis of uh, getting attention. It's a place to learn together as pracademics and to learn stuff that's relevant so that we can learn from each other. We're all sitting in this community on the floor. We're all professors, professionals and professors and pupils and punks all doing the same thing. <laughs> We're all just wearing the same cloak. Yeah. And it's great fun. It really is so much fun. And um, I'd really like to you um, offer you um, to come and check us out and join the community uh, Barris, I'd like to give you um, a, an access membership for a month to come and snoop around and see what you think if you're interested well, in neuroscience. Thank you. I would love that. Uh, sign me up. You've got my email. Okay, well, get me in there. Will, thank I'll, you. That's get, really nice. I'll get my people to your call your people. Yeah, yeah. So. Have people call my people. That's right. And as no, I'll drop the, I'll hey, drop let's the link to the chat. Right? I'll give it yeah. you now. I'll yeah. give you the chat and the link. But on that, on that point, um, those who are listening or watching this and mm. who take the science of the brain seriously and are experts in their field in the application of neuroscience or simply interested to learn more. We are a community. We're, we're a Kumbaya club. We well, are, well, you're a movement. You're creating yeah, a movement we, in this we, area. We, this we, isn't this is a not-for-profit, right? Exactly. We're, we're starting a bowel movement because the gut-brain axis is oh. where all the emotions sit. Oh, that's good. Quick as, quick as lightning, huh? You are, man. Boy, you've <laughs> really come a long way since that coma. Oh, very good. Like We can no, tell jokes about that now, right? Yeah, what's that? We can tell jokes about that now. It's not too soon. We can... I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I start crying, we know it wasn't a good one. Okay, oh, okay. But, got but it. Until then, until, until then, until then, we're good. Going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. But um, no, Gary, it might be interesting to speak into that community of people who are interested in mm -hmm. the science from doing their PhD in uh, applied neuroscience at one of the universities that I'm supervising, or simply having a serious interest because one, they're lonely, but they're interested in learning about the brain. Mm -hmm. Two, they're looking for a community of people who are friendly, but taking the science seriously, and people who want to be part of um, defining the emerging discipline with people like Paul Zak and Michael Mersnich and many other really cool people who mm -hmm. are interested in the pracademics of neuroplasticity all right okay go ahead break it down we've said it too many times we got to tell our audience <laughs> let me break <laughs> it down <laughs> let me let me let me break it down with you pracademia or pracademics are not academics pracademics sit on the shoulders of academics and they build professional and practical tools that work in the trenches so they're things that coaches can apply rather than things we can 
publish in academic journals. Sure, we do publish actually, yeah. um, but we prefer writing blogs and we prefer having conversations and roundtables. So, pracademics is a very uncomplicated word. It's just interest in learning in a halal kosher kind of way. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you very much. And um, the hub information will be included with this recording. So look mm -hmm. where you found this yeah. recording, yeah, as you'll sure. also find the article that uh, Justin has written, uh, why everyone is, uh, what's, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, why is every great coach a neuroplastician? Yeah, I mean, um, before we go, before yeah. we go, Gary, I want, let, me, let me offer the, the, the opportunity for people to, join for free um, with you for about those people who are yep. interested, you know, we'll drop the link into it and you can share it with them because I yep. really like people to get involved. We're starting a movement, so we need to get things moving. So those yeah. who are interested, come and check us out and, you know, join the tribe. We're, we're a fun bunch of cannibals. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you very much. Is there anything you. else you'd like our audience to do as a result of your article or this conversation? Mm, I don't know. Join go the hub. N, go look at npnhub.com. You know, yep. have a look. You know, we're interested in conversation. I think the most important thing to remember there is that the brain is a social organ and without community, you know, we don't really function as well. So, Wow, I've to, never heard to, that said. Say that again. The brain is a social organ, which is the reason why Homo sapiens are so intelligent. They know how to tribe together. They know how to scrum down and get stuff done. So that's the key reason that we were so good at getting stuff, uh, getting, getting a movement going. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us yeah. for this Beyond the Page episode. Um, what's the best way to reach you? Um, the best way to reach us is npnhub.com. You can find out about the neuroplastician certification there. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of categories and it's based on your previous training and your expertise in the area. So it's a very simple, uh, flat environment, but the discipline is being defined by the, by the thinkers in the field. So npnhub dot com hopefully that's easy enough to remember i think so too and we'll have that attached to this recording as well yeah. that's great thank you so much justin no it's so much fun to have a uh, conversation with you gary we could go on forever but we anyway, could thank you my friend that's it for this episode of beyond the page for more episodes subscribe via your favorite podcast app and if you're not a subscriber, shame on you, you can sign up for a free digital issue of Choice magazine by going to choice-online.com and clicking the sign up now button. I'm Gary Schleifer. Enjoy the journey of mastery.